and welcome to issue number 43 of Headline Heroes, a comedy podcast where we take today's headlines and create a comic book origin story. My name is Drew Mick. I'm Nathan Haynes. And I'm Tanner Ackerman. And also... I'm Derek Glasscock. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Hi, Derek! <laughs> Did I say that like a question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's perfect. I can edit okay. it to sound better. That's what we can do. <laughs> no, don't worry about that. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, yeah, this is the first Headline Heroes guest that we've had on. Mm-hmm. Um, I very exciting. Event. Yeah. I am very honored. Yeah. I thought we would maybe kick uh, this whole thing off by asking you, Derek. Well, first off, thank you for being here, of course. But um, we, we were asked a few episodes ago what our comic book influences were, and I thought we would ask you the same question. What what did you grow up with? What kind of got you on comics? What, what, what do you love? See, now, here's what's crazy. I had never even heard of comic books or comic book characters until I listened to you guys' show. And my my whole world was expanded. I went back and read a bunch of back catalogs and watched some movies. Um, so, no, I, <laughs> I was like, what? I thought you were going to say, like, the, all you know is the heroes we've it's created. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. It, well, yeah, I went back to your, I, I started on episode five of you guys, and I went back to episode one and two. I was like, man, why haven't I heard of comic books prior to this? What are uh, these superheroes? How no, did no, make I, this yet? This is crazy. I grew up with... Uh, Super Friends. That was my introduction ah. to superheroes. Uh, I'm a bit older than you guys, so Super Friends and uh, Challenge of the Super Friends and all that kind of good stuff. And then uh, the original Batman movie, uh, not Batman 66, but uh, Michael Keaton's Batman. I was in eighth grade when that came out, so that's when I really got into comic books. But I was kind of not a comic book person until I was in my 20s because it was like, oh, comic books are for nerds sort of thing. Um, and uh, I envisioned myself as a sports player. <laughs> oh, really? What, oh, sports yeah. Sport? Sport? yeah. Uh, I played baseball, um, but I, I was never very good at it. And uh, so – but but it, there was uh, always this – when you grow up, there's always that weird, uh, this is for nerds, this is for not nerds, this is for, you know, whatever. And so I never really – I got into comic books until in my, my 20s, actually my late 20s. And then I'm a DC guy, like Marvel, but I really like DC, uh, Superman, Batman, uh, you know, the trilogy, and then Justice League, Flash. And then I like a lot of the tertiary characters like Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. And Booster Gold. Yeah, really, really, <laughs> really got into uh, Mr. Miracle, the new run that's out on that. And that's uh-huh. kind of amazing. If you haven't read it, then you're doing yourself a disservice now you mentioned the keaton batman now correct me if i'm wrong that one didn't have batman nipples right no no bat nipples in there bat nipples didn't come for another couple movies but that that probably really cemented your love then when they put those in yeah, but but there are deleted scenes of the movies. of the Bat Cod piece in the in oh, the eighty nine Batman. That's a good one. Is that the one? Mm-hmm. Okay, is that the one with the awkward turn in the Batwing where he gives the thumbs up? That's Maybe a, it's a very very pinpointed <laughs> part of that movie that I no, always remember. That's one with Robin in it. That wouldn't have been the eighty nine one, would it? I don't think so because I think that's the one where he just turns and gives a thumbs up to Commissioner Gordon. This is it's this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what we do here. Yeah, welcome yeah, to the show, we Drew. Talk, we talk about very obscure things of very obscure... Uh, I wouldn't call that obscure, but many times obscure movies. Derek, yeah. do you have a favorite superhero or supervillain? Or? 
Uh, probably Batman. Mm. Yeah. Good, good pick. Now, what are your thoughts on The Flash <laughs> and how dumb he is? Oh, my God. I think we this can all agree Batman's faster than The Flash, though. I, uh, <laughs> uh, undoubtedly, on foot. Um, yeah, Batman always wins a, a foot race. Always. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got every uh, contingency planned out. He knows what Flash is going to do, so he wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that settles nice. it. No, I don't hear any disagreement, <laughs> so we can move on. That's the that's the number one argument with Batman always is if he has enough time to play in, he's gonna get it done. Not which... hearing any disagreement. Yeah, weird. Hmm. You can just uh, anyway, Nate, what do we do here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. We're doing a podcast. Uh I thought we were just talking about how slow the flash is. Anyway, um oh uh, on this podcast, what we do every week is we scour the internet, we pull out the strange and bizarre headlines that you all know and love. Uh, we put them in a list, we select one at random, and we use that as an origin story for a superhero or supervillain. So, I definitely... What did we do last week, Tanner? I'm going to skip the bit and just ask you what we did. <laughs> the last week, we... I can't believe you don't remember it because it involved a pineapple and a naked person. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Where we created a... Well, like a men in black type organization, oh, but yes, for paranormal okay. stuff. That was went by the name Spook, which stood for... But special paranormal operations, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. The character we were following went by code name Goldilocks, and I don't remember if we gave her a real name. Uh, Karen Spook of the Spook family. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Spook fortune. And, how, and yeah. she made her fortune through the scream masks, I believe. <laughs> that's right. Yes, the ghost face. I'm mask, here for famous you. Famous from Scream. Appreciate it. Okay, so this week that means we're doing a villain and. The article I've already picked at random is number five for you guys, and that headline is Man in Bear Costume Arrested for Tearing Apart Tents of Black Friday Campers. <laughs> and this was submitted by Max Marvel. Thank you, Max Marvel. I think this is the third Max Marvel submission, so thank you. Oh, good. I, I actually missed the bear costume part, and I just heard bear. <laughs> bear I guess I heard bear <laughs> arrested for tearing apart tents on Black Friday, and I was like, wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just arrested the bear. Putting this, ink on his paws, you know. This, this bear who really hates capitalism. <laughs> okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is great. Derek, since you're the guest here, I want to hear your initial thoughts from this headline. <laughs> uh, I wish I was the man in the bear costume. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, initial thoughts in what way? Like, what is your knee-jerk reaction? Like, what could a superpower be from that? Oh, sh- shit. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to the struggle of headline Man. heroes. <laughs> Derek, you're the guest. I'm going to throw you in front of the bus. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, a superpower from a man in a bear costume. Hmm. Uh, mm. is, is it... it- Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, are we are we gonna go the the, the more uh, obvious man in the bear, or did something, or are we gonna go? Did something happen to one of the people who were in line as a result of this this horrible event happening to them? He got them bit to... by that werebear. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but man he's in a, in a bear suit, costume. Though. I think that was yeah. a real bear. And he's a villain. What if he's a guy that just has a bunch of different suits on at any time? Like mm-hmm. he's he's wearing the bear suit, and he's like, oh, I need to do something with this bear suit. I'm going to go scare the Black Friday guys. And then he peels off the bear suit, and underneath it's like a clown costume. Oh, and then he's going to, you know, look at me. And now he has to do something with the clowns. Uh, yeah. He's going to go scare Drew. <laughs> yeah. Go scare Drew. And then after Drew is peeing his pants, he peels that off, and now he's in a banana costume. So it's all about what suit he's wearing. He's he's always got a suit on. It's Does... like an infinite, infinite suit, yeah. Oh. Oh. 
So he was struck by lightning inside of a no. suit store. <laughs> well, <laughs> he was at a costume shop. Yeah. Yeah, I was say costume shop makes a little more sense. The costume this, shop was struck by lightning. Yeah, this sounds like the kind of thing that you would find that that Christopher Walken would sell you at the at the back of a costume shop. It sounds like yeah. a mystical suit. And then is that is that a reference to the Nine Lives movie? Uh, no, I think that's a. I think what, wait, Tanner, is that a yeah, reference? Kind of. Oh, one hundred percent. It's. I mean, you were referencing two movies at once. I think without realizing. Yeah, I was it. referencing Click specifically for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I what I was envisioning. I, I thought you were referencing the the terrible Kevin Spacey is a cat movie that just came out this last year. Yeah, I think Christopher but, Walken sold him. Oh, Nine Lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah he one hundred percent did. Yeah, yeah. I think we remember guys. We talked about that movie. Yeah, I try to forget. <laughs> um, I, I kind of like that idea. It's you. It's new. It's unique. It's uh, brings a f- so fresh, fresh flavor to this. Whenever right. we get tired of him, he just switches suits, and it's a whole new. It's a whole new thing. Does he? he is he? Else. Is the power just that he gets a new suit? Is does the suit like? Does he get bear powers if he's wearing the bear stuff or cl- cl- clown powers? <laughs> Whatever those entail. <laughs> Whatever that that is, he can really honk honk that horn. Uh, well, we we've all seen that the movie Clown, right? No, why? Every time, where the why? dad he is yeah, renovating that house and he opens that trunk and he puts on the clown costume and he starts to turn into a demonic clown. He starts eating kids. Yeah, you, you guys have seen that, right? My point is that's a clown power. <laughs> eating <laughs> children, they all have it. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> okay. Every circus I've ever been to is a massacre. So yes. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you, Derek. Derek needs to come on more. <laughs> So, okay, so back to the actual him getting the costume. My thought was like he's on the run from the cops and runs into a costume shop and like holds the owner at gunpoint and makes them give him a costume to wear and they give him like a cursed costume. Oh, so it's store owner's revenge. A cursed doom? Yeah, yeah, cursed doom. <laughs> yes. So like when he's done, he goes to take off the costume after he's gotten away and he takes it off and he's got just another one on underneath and he can never get rid of the costume. Oh, so he's he's never he can never be what he was before. So he's a tragic villain as well. Oh, well, those are always the best. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Kind of like child's play, but instead of being put into a doll's body, he's just got a costume on. And he never knows what the costume will be. Exactly. So I I think then this is probably i think what we're arriving at is that he doesn't get any powers from each costume he's just his his power is is inherently he can switch to a can, different costume can he seek out someone to have powers imbued within him like some sort of like villain serum flesh yeah i don't see why not i i because i think it's cooler if he gets powers from him it is cooler what do you i i, I guess i don't follow what do you mean by seeking out someone with the villains or Villain serum, serum. Oh, or or maybe he's trying to find somebody to take the suit off of him, and then that backfires. Oh, and yes. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's the classic. He's classic got a best friend right who works at Science Inc. Aha, uh-huh. Science Inc. Yeah. Mm. And he gives him. He he gives it to him, and then then that makes him. So, like, what would happen if the next suit that he pulls or that he starts wearing? It's Superman. Does he get Superman powers or? Oh, he's faster than the Flash. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> and other things. I'm sure, I wonder how long it is going to be before that joke gets very old. <laughs> Tanner, Almost Tanner never. thinks we could go on forever with that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, God. 
uh, or does he get a constant superpower that is associated with costumes? I don't know what that would be. Does he get the ability to pick what costume is next? Is it a kind of thing where he can never wear the same costume again after he uses it? It's kind of like a staff of mm. one thing. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I don't know. I like the idea that he can't pick them because that makes for wackier situations. Okay. But I feel like the Superman thing, that's like way too overpowered because he would just never take that costume off, right? Probably. So maybe it's more, it has to be like generic costumes with no copyright. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing with this costume. (laughs) He's like a butterfly at one point, so he can fly, but that's really about it. Oh, man. Sexy witch. Oh, yeah. Sexy witch. Every year, new costumes come out. And he like looks on Amazon and all the new generic ones, and he's like, what "Oh boy, do? oh man, why do I have to? Like, when is sexy pencil gonna come up?" <laughs> I need that I for the next it. heist I'm, I'm planning. <laughs> it's perfect. You said butterfly, and then I had visions of like, what if he like because he's flying around in the sky? That's what starts uh, recent rumors of the Mothman or something like that. Oh, that's a really cool idea. Yeah, I think that's awesome i like the idea of generic costumes like what if he what if instead of jonah hex it's just like scar scarred cowboy man that's what they call the costume <laughs> something and like that superman is just like super guy who just like who just doesn't really have as many of the powers of superman it's mostly just like looks very good and can sort of hover a little bit faster than a speeding bicycle mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that's good I think that kind of fleshes out his powers. Anything else we need to discuss with that before we kind of move on? I think it would be cool is if it was extremely painful for him to peel off every costume. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of a weakness. Yeah, and, and, and like when he when he goes to see about getting the the thing removed, the the guy is there's a like a, a, a picture of him or a panel of a scalpel trying to cut off the bear costume like a piece and the guy's screaming and underneath is just clown (laughs) (laughs) the horrifying image Mm -hmm. he's just screaming and it's such intense pain Ooh, does that maybe kind of lend towards like he goes to his friend and his friend is trying to help him but it's so painful to be doing all this stuff maybe that kind of lends into him going a little crazy and becoming more of a villain Mm -hmm. does does he kill his friend I think it's uh, one of those things like where the friend's like trying to come up with a way to get him out of the costume, but the, like the serum isn't ready, but he like demands he does it anyway. Oh. And it that makes him like get the powers, but go kind of crazy. And then he just kills his friend, like kind of Green Goblin in the first Spider-Man mm-hmm. movie in a, style. In a rare moment of lucidity, he, he, he's so agonized by what he has done before he is once again taken over by a handsome cowboy costume. He's <laughs> so well, handsome. What's or a okay, Green Power does, Rangers costume? How does handsome cowboy differ from regular cowboy? Uh, he there's like a little special stuff you put on your tooth so that when you open your mouth to smile, it goes ding and like it. it oh, like a shiny smile. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a pretty advanced costume, but that I mean, is I pretty handsome. So <laughs> handsome. So handsome. Any other weaknesses? I guess just like crappy costumes. The lack now, of knowledge and foresight is also sort of a weakness. Like, yeah, he yeah. doesn't know trying, what's coming next. He's trying to hide from the police, and then suddenly, uh, I can't think of anything other than a clown. He's just a clown he's in the middle of it. He mask. becomes a spotlight 
that's the costume, and he's just shining a bright oh, light. Oh, sexy so spotlight! Exactly yeah, right yeah <laughs> oh, sexy spotlight. The 2016 year, yeah. So you laugh. I bet I can find a spotlight costume right now. Okay, everybody, okay. wait. Hang on. <laughs> Google's Google's loading. Oh God, nope. What? That's just Alice in Wonderland. What the fuck? Oh. Oh no! I can't find it. Oh. I guess you guys are right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have seen that coming? Uh, nobody really. Well, that's just Toy Story. What? Google. Oh yeah, sorry. So you don't think that lamp from Toy Story is sexy? Jeez, Tanner. Maybe there are oh, different there you forms go. of yeah, beauty. Yeah, the Pixar lamp. Wow. Yeah, that works. Only a lamp can't be sexy. Can't believe you right now. <laughs> My preconceived notions of beauty. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. I would say we could have a discussion about costume, but that's pretty much covered. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. What is he doing? Like now that he's gone insane, what is what, like what's his end game like what what is he doing as villainous activities besides terrorizing black friday campers yeah why did he terrorize them does he hate capitalism what if that was just an accident like (laughs) he had had just like been transformed into the the cursed costume guy and he's a bear and he's he's disoriented and he just happens to be on black friday and just happens to tear all this stuff up so the cops come and then he runs to his friend and he he's still it's like oh I, i don't know what i'm gonna do uh, and then he goes crazy trying to get it off. And then I guess revenge, I guess, would be the, the ultimate uh, motivation for this maybe, guy. Maybe he doesn't blame himself for his, his friend's death. He blames what happened to him. So then he's trying to get revenge on that. On big costume. Yeah. <laughs> he tears him. Oh, so he, what was that? Does he go through like from costume shop to costume shop trying to find the guy who gave him the cursed costume? Or maybe he has to find the origin of the cursed costume. Oh, then he goes down that rabbit hole. That's a pretty big rabbit hole. And he's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe eventually he just decides that if he can't be like everybody else again, uh, everybody else is going to have to be like him. So maybe he tries to make everybody else into uh, like his e- overarching evil plot is to make everybody have to wear these costumes that never can come off. So he's got he, he invents the costume ray gun. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> That's he he leverages good. the science that his friend was using. Yeah. And so sort of like reverses it with the reverse button. And so like all his henchmen are wearing like generic costumes. And they can't take them off. You got ballerina, um, sexy truck. You, know. <laughs> you got non denominational monk. <laughs> so, uh, some that. guy's wearing the Batman Forever costume with the nipples. Not, we're not really sure where he found that one. That one, except it's not Batman. But... It's not Batman. It is uh, winged, um, winged adventure crusader, winged, winged yeah. person, winged, yeah. winged person with nipples. <laughs> nipples. That's what they call it. <laughs> Boss, can uh, I change? I don't want to be winged. No. no, you have to stay as winged person with nipples. We talked about this. <laughs> it's in your contract. Ooh, contracts. Uh, <laughs> Do they have 401ks? What does he offer as benefits? I'm interested. Uh, dental. Um, oh. Ex- unless you're the uh, the cowboy with the glistening tooth, then mm-hmm. you don't need that. It's on you now. Yeah, that's fine. Um, what other costumes are there? Because <laughs> I was liking that. You know, there are some weird ones. Like, like every year we go and we walk down those aisles. And like this year there was like, well, I think in years past there's been like a just giant egg giant egg for some reason like breakfast food featured very prominently in the costumes i saw for some reason but the kid who was wearing it looked much too old to be in the picture looked much too old to be wearing a giant egg Boy. But i guess 
that's big costume picking up the 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 year trends i guess mm-hmm. uh, here's a question what what's everyone's favorite costume that they've ever worn for halloween hmm. Hmm. i dressed up as hmm. captain america once and i really like that costume i have that shield no that was in college right that was yeah <laughs> or, or maybe a better question what's What's the most you've done for a Halloween costume? Uh, I was Rocky Balboa once, and I had to dye my hair black. Did you actually dye it, or did you spray it? No, I was straight up dyed. My hair was black for quite a while. Why would you do that? See, I was Spock one year, and I like sprayed my hair black, and I also yeah. cut my hair so that it was that lovely, lovely st- straight edged across my forehead. But then the next day, I immediately went and like got a haircut so it fixed it that's probably the most i done i shaved my entire head after it boy when was this 2010 i think huh i guess i missed that weird phase in your life (laughs) derek did you have anything in seventh grade i went as one of the members of zz top okay Uh, so so i I made a big fuzzy guitar out of uh i cut it out of plywood and i had a big fake beard on that was fun (laughs) that's awesome now, did you actually grow the beard in seventh grade? Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, um, uh, <laughs> I was an early bloomer, and I was like, "Well, I know I'm, I'm no, I'm going to be for Halloween this year." Uh, so I just grew out that it. beard. Yeah, you really and you, and what was amazing is you grew that overnight. You're just yeah. I dyed it white. Yeah, I I, I really grunted and forced it out. It's like one of those Play-Doh factories with the spaghetti. It just, <laughs> no. it just came out my face. Dyed it white, and then I cut it off the next day. Yeah, and then you were never able to do that again. Mm-hmm. N- no, not now. I, I'm you just cursed grew with all this, your like, life's hair beard. out in one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I blew my load real early on that one. Yeah, <laughs> prematurely. Mm-hmm. Nate, did you have anything? Uh, yeah, I guess I have two. Well, my the one I probably put the most work into was actually the one that my parents probably put the most work into when I was young. I went as a as a Game Boy. So I basically oh. had this cardboard apparatus that sat around my body, and I was a, a Game Boy with the little screen and stuff, and I was pretty good. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Props Is to my there, mom for putting that together. Are there pictures of that? Probably somewhere. Oh, my God. I have to see them. I don't... I get... Hold on. My mom's... <laughs> Messaging your mom. Mom, if you have those photos, just send them my way. Um, yes. Otherwise, I do still... my Probably my favorite costume ever, despite the fact that I didn't work very hard on it. Oh, I know. The time I purchased the Dharma Initiative jumpsuit on eBay, and then I just kind (laughs) of like did a bunch of lost references as a costume. And I still have it. It's not really topical enough anymore for me to wear. And at this point, it's it's like I just keep it for sentimental reasons. But uh, it was probably my favorite costume. You put, when you say you I, still have it, do you mean like you still have the jumpsuit or you still have it? Like I've got the ability to make lost references. All of those. All oh. of the above. <laughs> I still What's, got it. Oh, my God. Nate, what are you doing? Oh, he's riding Not Penny's Boat on his hand. <laughs> That's a fun reference. Get it? Remember that show? Get that? <laughs> Tanner gets it. I know he gets no, it. No, I super don't. <laughs> Derek, yeah, but the smoke monster, lost? though, Tanner, you know. <laughs> this guy, he gets I, it. I watched Lost begrudgingly. Like it was one of those things. Like I might as well watch it. Everyone else is, and it ended up being okay. I watched it after it was done. Like I binged it on Netflix. Mm. Yeah, that's that's fair. a that's a good binge. I don't remember any of it though, to be honest, because I watched so much of it so fast, and it was really such a convoluted mess towards the end. Mm. It got. Well, I, love, I, I love me some Lost, but they did not know what they were doing for part of it, and then no, it but it been they, like about they two knew. seasons shorter. 
Good versus evil. They knew from the beginning, Nathan. Mm-hmm. All they have to do Tanner. is pick a topic so nebulous that no matter where they ended up, they could be like, no, nah, I, mm-hmm. I will never watch that show. It just sounds too complicated. What if I told you there's a dog in it? Oh, well, now I gotta. All right. Settled. I think there's a boat at some point, too. I don't remember, though. There's a few boats. I yeah. know there's a polar bear. Mm. Yeah, that's episode one. Uh, oh, really? Well, yeah. never mind then. Well, I mean, they, they come <laughs> back, but... Any... I'll, I'll argue that the first episode is the best episode, too. It was such... I love the first episode. That's what got me hooked. For a long time, that was... I don't know if it's still the case, but for a long time, that was the most expensive pilot ever produced by, like, network television. I don't well, know that's if a... that's still the case. Hmm. No, probably the Inhumans. Anyway, oh, let's not God. go down that rabbit hole. Any, anyway, let's uh, maybe should we name this this individual? Yeah. Oh, are we thrown to an ad? Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> and here it comes. And here's an ad. Hey, everybody. I'm Stephen Pappas. And I'm Julie Ken. And we are the host of the Meddling Kids podcast, a review of all things Scooby-Doo. We are going through every episode in the Scooby-Doo canon to explain all the questions you meddling kids have. Right, exactly. Like, is Fred a serial killer? How old is Fred exactly? Why does Daphne have such bad posture? Where do these kids live? And is pot legal there? (laughs) Where is this place? I think it's Florida. Anyway, stick with us for the Meddling Kids podcast. Podcast, a groovy review of all things Scooby-Doo. And we are back. All right. Naming. What What are we going to name this guy? Anyone got any ideas right off the bat? Um, Derek, actually, I think threw out one way early on. When oh, I thought you were just going to throw costume. Derek under the bus again. <laughs> Derek, <laughs> well, I think go Derek's first. got an idea, right? Hey, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> several, several. Uh, uh, what, you, what, what, what were you saying, Tan- Tanner? Calling it a cursed tomb. Oh, <sighs> yeah, that is actually a pretty good <laughs> idea. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Good. We should uh, maybe explore the space a little more. Oh, for sure. But cursed that is a, that is a Stew. good idea. His name is Stu. No. <laughs> okay, yeah, his name is Stuart. <laughs> okay, at least give me this, Stuart Little. Yeah, that's never been used before. Derek, did you say you had ideas or? No, I was being facetious. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, no. Now I'm really hung up on Curse Doom. <laughs> Curse Doom is so good is the thing. I know. I I've almost felt like I shouldn't say it right away, but it, I felt like I had to get it out there. I, I don't know. Is there anything with like costume shifting or shift, shape shift? No, it's really just Curse Doom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Damn it! <laughs> we got. <laughs> I mean, it, when a, when a, when a name sometimes this happens when a name fits, it just fits, and we we just are done. It's been just, so long since that happened, though. I just I don't know what to do with myself now. It's all Derek's fault. Damn it, Sorry. Derek! I I just thought of a wrinkle that I like on the uh, that would be funny for this guy. What okay. if he was a male dancer prior to this, <gasps> and now his costumes are none of the sexy costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Or so his motivation. There's co- they sit they label themselves as sexy costume, but we all know no, it's not that way. Why not? I, I don't know. I I'm just scrolling through all these costumes and they're terrible. And I was just thinking, would be funny if a guy who th- makes his living being sexy can't be sexy anymore. What made him in a, turn in to- a space that is designed for being sexy? 
What made him turn to being um, chased by the police that one fateful night? Mm-hmm. Did he? Did, was he running on hard times? Maybe he's he's aging, and maybe he's to the point where he's just like, oh, maybe I'm not as sexy as I thought I was. People won't hire him. He's having a hard time making ends meet. Mm-hmm. Resorts to that life of crime. Oh man, I I, I don't know, no, but no. I think that's deep. Say <laughs> <laughs> it is. I, I think so. Yeah, that's good. How? How? I, I guess since we got okay, yeah. His name is Curse Doom. How do you guys imagine a bank robbery going down for this this guy? What 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 would happen there? Is he using his henchmen? How does he use his costume? Does he just like it's very painful to remove these these costumes? Is what we have we have sort of decided. So does does he try and keep ripping them off until he finds one that works, or does he just try and make it work with what he's got? He like he's he currently has frumpy banana. Like is that? <laughs> I can't think of anything better to rob a bank with, though. Yeah. I mean, the one problem is it's very yellow and very vibrant and very easy to pick him out. Yeah, but maybe that's the point. What if he robs the bank with Frumpy Banana, and then when he's making his escape, he peels it off, and uh, now he's, now he's um, like, sexy trebuchet, except it's, it's not sexy at all. No, it's unsexy trebuchet <laughs> with nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so if he robs the bank, he goes in as Frumpy Banana. Yeah. And then everybody calls it in. It's like, oh, there's a Frumpy Banana, uh, you know, robbing the bank. He takes a single hostage into another room where he peels off the Frumpy Banana very painfully <gasps> and puts it on the other guy. And oh, now, God. Like, and, now, and now he's something else. You know, he's like Dirty Hobo, right? <laughs> All the while, this, so, this poor hostage. <laughs> this poor hostage becomes uh, Frumpy Banana. And they come out and they arrest Frumpy Banana and while Dirty Hobo gets away with all the money. No, no, it wasn't me. It was that Dirty Hobo. And they're like, ah. No, <laughs> yeah. no. That you looks, stay yeah. quiet, Frumpy Banana. Yep. Does, and then they is, beat him senselessly. Yeah. Now, that's that's a interesting thing. Does Is there any power transference when he gives the costume to someone else? Or is it just it's just a regular costume? I would imagine it'd be like akin to wearing a shedded snake skin. So just like really I don't gross. become a snake. Yeah. You know, it just feels weird. Oh, yeah, you do feel, especially when you just witness this individual just screaming in pain as as he rips it off, holding a gun pointed at you and then says, hey, put this on all the while he's panting and now is a dirty, dirty hobo. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that's how we see it going down, Drew. I like it. I'm glad we had that talk. Mostly so uh, we got to say frumpy banana. Finally, we've been working, th- figuring, racking our brains, trying to figure out a way to save Frumpy That's Banana our, in this podcast. It's our sleeper cell activation code. So, yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're listening, you know what to do. <laughs> so after this guy's done a bunch of stuff, like robbed a bunch of banks or whatever he's doing, yeah, uh, you know, and then somebody would eventually catch on that maybe somebody's behind it, like somebody's changing it. What would the newspaper label the guy? You know, he'd have to have one of those like newspaper names, like you know, the Zodiac Killer sort of thing. Hmm. Would they call him maybe just a jab to his costume, something like the unsexy bandit or something like that? Like the they really want to ban- bandit. I oh, bandit. Okay. Um, mm. I don't know what's a good. What What would a newspaper name someone like that headline catching name? Mol- something about changing maybe changeling no there you go no (laughs) (laughs) 
This is you. This is the usual hemming and hawing that we get from, we from the from the names. <laughs> we, we in it now. <laughs> the costumes. I mean, like, is it, it is it alliterative? Like the the costume, oh, probably the costume something or the masked something. Yeah, or like a, it's usually like a clever pun. What's or... what's another name for robber or bank robber? Bandit. <laughs> Thief. Stealer. Stealer. <laughs> Bad man. Uh huh. Yeah, you yeah, you pulled up that thesaurus. I see. <laughs> My very specific thesaurus of uh, thesaurus Just... of of crime stuff. Mm-hmm. You threw you've thrown a curveball at us, Derek. We don't know what to do. Aww. You've caught us with our pants down. I just thought Kirsten was too uh too easy. That's true. And, and it was. It was, and it was. <laughs> it very much was. Oh. What? What about something like quick change? Like a like uh cuz I used to work in retail, like a quick change artist was a guy that would come in and be like, "Oh, can you break this 100?" and then try to confuse the person who is breaking the breaking the money I, to give him ooh. back more money than he is. I've never have, have heard ever, of this. You never heard of a quick change artist? Like they'll come no. in with like $100 or they'll pay for something like with that's $5 with $100. And then we get the change back like, "Oh, wait, did you give me enough?" and they'll they'll start breaking 20s back and forth and they'll try to confuse the uh the teller or the the person at the register, the cashier, into giving back more than is the appropriate amount of change. All I can mm-hmm. think of is that scene from The Naked Gun. <laughs> 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 can you spot me twenty? Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard of that. Like you never heard of a quick like that, that particular con, but I like that idea because it, it works on a few levels with with this uh, this costume guy. Yeah, I love that. That's that is quick change. Does this still like happen? Well, I imagine change? so. As long as long as currency exists, I imagine yeah. it will. Huh. And as long as people are dumb. Wait, they have it in American Gods? What's that? Mm. A, a very good novel you should read. Did Stephen King write it? No. So no, thank you. It is also a Showtime series <laughs> if you want to skip the book. Do you only read though. Stephen King novels? No, not really. I just, yeah, that's oh, okay. the thing you got to know about Tanner is he can't read anything. He was a very bad oh. student, very poor. Oh student. He can't. He just can't read. He just can't read unless oh. it's Stephen King. Oh, that's so not true. It's a very specific disability. <laughs> hey, you said yeah. it, man. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So are we wow. gonna? Are we? I mean, I'm happy. I like Quick Change. I think that's that's a more clever than our usual name. Yeah, you you called us. You called us out on the name. We were <laughs> okay. His, I like Kirstum too, but I, you know, I was, I was looking at the time and we'd only like recorded for twenty eight minutes. I yeah, didn't know how long we wanted the episode true. to be. <laughs> <laughs> quick change is very good. I think maybe maybe we pivot. Call him Quick Change after this after this thing that I I just have learned about today. And then he's wearing the costume. Oh, there you go. So the, oh, yeah. the item's no, called the costume. Yeah, it's it's a. He's like, hey, try, try on this costume. And he's like, what, what was that? What, what did, did you, you say? say? I'm, costume. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, it... so then his motivation becomes finding out about the costume. Like he's at the library. In, yeah, there's a deep, in, like, deep the cursed relics it. section. Yeah. It, it dates back to biblical times. Um, yeah. Joseph's technicolor it, Joseph, coat actually yes! was the color. <laughs> <God. laughs> the reason it was so many different colors is he kept trying to rip it off and it was just it a different was color every red time. And yellow yeah, and a and dirty and hobo. <laughs> <laughs> People love my coat of many costumes. Yeah. That's that. Yep. That's the first instance of the costume. 
So, so how do you remove the curse tomb, though? Yeah, I think that kind of gives this guy hope that yeah. maybe it can be removed. Unless, of course, Joseph just died and then the, the costume yeah, it's came death. off. Maybe that maybe that's what he's really worried about. That it was actually, is it like a Spider-Man symbiote where it like finds a new host afterwards? Yeah, it was just squatting in that costume store, waiting, waiting for the perfect individual. <laughs> after after it falls off, it just crawls to the nearest thrift store. And just, <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody will come. Is that a frumpy banana crawling across the? Yeah. <laughs> Makes its way to a thrift store, just hangs itself up. Halloween is coming. <laughs> Just wait till next year, and then the issue ends. Oh, so yeah. death is the only way to remove the curse doom, huh? I mean, that's definitely one way. Maybe, maybe there is another way. We just don't have to flesh that out. He's just he's just spending his time trying to figure that out. Yeah, that's his mission. And and he needs to keep robbing bl- banks because he needs to fund his he needs experiments. To fund it, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. And then intermittently he's seen like doing things like standing next to a church bell and ringing it, hoping the vibrations would knock it off. (laughs) (laughs) The end of the day, he just looks like an idiot up there. (laughs) Uh, Work for Spider-Man. Why won't it work for me? I'm sorry. I'm down an IMDb rabbit hole of the 1990 movie Quick Change with Bill Murray and Randy Quaid. Nice. You know, I've seen that movie and, and I think in that like Bill Murray dresses as a clown, maybe. Yeah, so I'm not to rob a bank. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. Dresses as a clown, and and I, if I want to, I, I think he does something very similar to to what I suggested. Is Randy Quaid in that movie too? Randy Quaid and, yeah. G- and Gina Davis. Yeah, I'll have to watch this movie. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Tanner. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else we need to talk about? What's a comic book cover? Is it that scene where he's his his friend is trying to remove? I may be too grisly, but trying to remove the first costume from it. So you see like the outer shell of a werewolf costume while underneath you can see there's like this clown costume. He's peeling it off and he's mm-hmm. he's definitely in just extreme agony. Mm-hmm. It could also be that scene where he's got that hostage and he's frumpy banana. Although frumpy banana maybe isn't the good thing to feature on a comic book cover. No, no, what? no it is. <laughs> <laughs> you want to give out your best card right away? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we got to hold that close to heart. Really bring them in. Don't want to give that away. Uh, I don't know. Any other ideas? I think it's got to be him mid-change. Yeah, it has to because that just explains like the entire power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess the only problem I have with the, the frumpy banana hobo change is if you didn't know... Uh, that what you were looking at is from the comic book cover. It just looks like a, a hobo was wearing a banana costume. <laughs> and you're like, all right, I guess this is the hobo banana villain. Not really sure how that. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah, that's a true point. That's a fair point. That's why I was kind of saying maybe not frumpy banana. But really, like if you think about it. Anything that any two people that we pick is just going to be like, oh, it's just this person was wearing this well, costume and underneath was this costume. At the very least, with the scene with the friend, you 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 can tell that like this is being surgically removed from him. That's true. And like he seems to be in pain. Fine, but then in the background you see a shredded frumpy banana. Yeah, sure. Why not? There you go. Yeah, it's got. The we got a very frumpy banana. 
Oh, it's foreshadowing. <laughs> a clever fan will later notice that that was there. Derek, did you have anything to weigh in on that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that was good. Okay. Excellent. Well, I think, did we get it all then? I think so. We got in one? Yeah. Right. One all take. Right. No edits. Oh, I'm, there's going to yeah, be some edits. You don't need to edit this oh. one at all. Well, I think this is an edit right now. <laughs> is it though? Well, okay. All right. <laughs> well, I think that's uh, pretty much that. Thank you, Derek, for coming on and um, oh, thank you, and joining in our getting a little peek behind the curtain of what Headline Heroes is a little is all about. Thank you so much. Uh, did you have any things that you would like to to pitch for yourself? Where 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 can people find you? Sure, sure. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that every week when I listen to your show, yeah, I'm talking to the car stereo saying, "No, it should be this." Oh, just so you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, okay. No, no, it should. You should have named him Excelsior. No. Oh, oh yes. Hey, let's scrap this episode. It's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> every week, every character should be named that. Even when it just doesn't make sense. Somebody. No, guys, the clear, clear. Excelsior, the fun Stan Lee thing. Yeah, I, I, oh, is that a Stan I, Lee thing? Yeah, that's oh. a Stan Lee thing. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, <laughs> except with eggshells in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. <gasps> See that? That's why it's so clever. When okay, someone mentioned an an egg costume earlier. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Oh no. Now it was a fried he, egg. He, if that helps. He can say eggshellsior as soon as he transforms into it. Yeah. <laughs> just guys, just give me that. Just okay, yeah. It's, the chances right. are so low that I'm fine with that. <laughs> or it could be something like a real throwaway, like as long as I'm an egg, I'll be known as Excelsior, and then like something like a like a, a eagle comes down and swoops and like grabs his costume and peels it off. Oh, and he's just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, ah! and then, Damn and then he's no longer Excelsior. Like yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like three panels, and then that's it. Uh, yeah, that's a fun little that's a fun little Easter egg. Shelsior. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, so if you want to find me, <laughs> I, I have a podcast called The Wild Pitch, and it comes out every other Wednesday, and we take three random elements, and we use them to inspire ridiculous pitches for just about anything. Uh, you guys have all been on the show before. Um, Drew is always willing to jump on the show at uh, any given moment. Yeah. And uh, I always appreciate that. But it's always a good time. And it's every other Wednesday. Uh, wildpitchpodcast.com. Uh, Wildpitchcast on Twitter. I also do a movie podcast that comes out on Tuesdays. It's called the Pop-Up Filmcast. Uh, my friend Keith, that's his show. And we take a subject and then we try to – we draft out a movie film festival. Uh, it's kind of a draft sports style. Uh, I always try to be the wild card in the episode because I think it's fun. Like recently, we did a, uh, an episode based inspired. We had to draft out films inspired by food, and I picked cannibal movies. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I always I always try to do stuff like that uh, just because I find it more amusing. For sure. Uh, and that's every Tuesday pop up film cast. And then you know, if you want to find me, uh, I'm usually sulking in a corner somewhere so you can find me there too <laughs> <laughs> well thank you again derek we really appreciate no, thanks you coming for inviting on. me on this was a lot of fun yeah good well hopefully we can 
keep doing this now that we have a taste for what having a guest on the show is like. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so now I've either set the bar really high or really low. So. <laughs> Sorry, think, or you're welcome to future guests. I think, I think you set the bar very high, so high. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly I, that Excelsior comment. Really, you took a long time just... to say that. You've, <laughs> you've set, Derek. You've set the bar. <laughs> very, you know, very set. It's very it's set. Very set. Yeah, it's it's up there. Nobody's moving that bar. It's somewhere. It's, it's there. It is there. Well, thanks again, Derek. Tanner, do you want to play us out here? All right. So that wraps up episode forty-three of Headline Heroes. Uh, today we created a villain that was wearing the curse tomb. That's the mm-hmm. item, and then his villain name is Quick Change. And were we sticking with Stu being his? Yeah. His yeah. civilian name. All right, so his name is Stu. Uh, at this time, as always, we'd like to thank Brett Jacobson for making the art for our show. And Brett is always chasing waterfalls. Oh. People <laughs> tell him not to, but he still does it. Mm-hmm. That guy. I think that's to be admired. We also want to thank Carl Sorensen. Uh, Carl did all the audio work for our podcast. That includes the intro music, the outro music, and all the post-production uh, in between. Uh, if you are interested in working with Carl on any sort of project, whether that be music for your new indie movie or just post-production for your podcast or anything uh, like that, you can certainly reach out to him at carljsorensen.com. If you have any articles you'd like to see us discuss, there are so many ways you can get them to us. Uh, we have our email, headlineheroescast at gmail.com. Our Twitter, at headline underscore heroes. We do have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. Frankly, I do not know the difference. And... <laughs> If you want to get in touch with us, especially if you have any questions for our upcoming 50th episode, we have a uh, voicemail that you can call in. Um, that number is 319-596-6766. Um, as usual, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, whatever you listen to us on. We'd greatly appreciate it. And last, tell a friend about us. Uh, we That's word of mouth. We uh, That is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I couldn't say that myself. Yeah, I know. Um, so, <laughs> so thank you. Hey, I just want to check in real quick. Is word of mouth a good thing or is it a bad thing? I can't remember. All word of mouth is good word of mouth. Oh, okay. Yeah. I heard Excelsior is a dumb name. <laughs> See, now you're... You, but, you, but here's the thing, Nathan. You're talking about Excelsior. You, you got it's me. true. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, got you good. All right, and we thank you for joining us, and we hope you'll pick up the next issue of Headline Heroes.